and we were playing this little improv game where uh, we were given two characters at random, put in the center of a circle, and we had to make a scene. And I was given Merida from Brave, one of the two Pixar movies I've never seen to this day. And my partner was given Bruno Mars. And the entire scene was just one line I said when I looked at my partner in the eye playing Bruno Mars. And I was like, if you had a chance to be a good singer, would ya? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Javoy. This is episode three of our podcast. I'm Ryan, and today I'm joined by Graydon. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Matthew. Hey, what's up? Trace. That's me. And Jake. Uh. Summer is starting to come to an end. There's only about a month left until school starts back up for some of us. And so I'd like to just kind of go around and hear what everyone's favorite part of the summer has been so far. For me, it has been being able to work uh, with my professor and also getting paid pretty good for it. You know, being able to work in, like working on campus is definitely a new uh, experience, especially when this is the first summer that I haven't really been home as much, but being able to work in the subject that I uh, want to pursue after college is definitely something that I find enjoyable. Uh, Matthew, you want to go next? Yeah, I've just been pretty much sleeping and playing video games like a stand-up citizen. I've been looking for a job, but the whole calling them to tell them to hire me part is its fairly new to me, and it's kind of annoying. Just walk in. Yeah. It's a very complicated I, process to dial up to 10 numbers into your phone. And yeah. Talk and say, hey, I have you ever seen those um, TikToks uh, where it's this guy who goes into a subway and just goes in the back and takes bread? Yeah, I have seen those. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good idea. I'll go, I'll go forcibly work at subway. Just walk into the place. Be like, hire me. No, no, no. I wasn't don't asking. even say hire me. Just go in the back, look for some gloves and a hat, and then just stand behind the counter and just start making sandwiches. And, and then they won't get... know to pay me. Yeah. Well, they will when they see you, and they're like, all right, here's a paycheck. They'll just give you some random guy's paycheck, mm-hmm. and they won't remember what your name is. Two paychecks. Oh, that three works. people. No, you got to walk in and be like, when do I start? <laughs> and that's when you follow it up by right now. This is my job now. I work here. I am the manager. No, you don't say when do I start. You say I start now. Give money. No, you need to do what... Have any of you watched King of Queens? No. Occasionally. It's the Kevin James show. Uh, I forget if it happened at the beginning of the show or if it was like a flashback episode or something, but at the beginning of the timeline at least, uh, he tells his wife that he got a job like forever ago doesn't want to tell her he lied, so he just starts going with his friend to UPS and just hangs out there for a full work day. And eventually he starts seeing the people need extra hands. He's like, all right, I'll help you. And he ends up working in a full shift and then says, all right, be here tomorrow. And then paycheck stuff comes around and they're like, what, what's your name? Oh, uh, 
I've, I've been working here for like forever. I would say what his name was, but I don't know. Kevin James. Yes, Kevin. My name is Kevin James. I've been working at the UPS store for about a month now, but you have not you have not paid me even. And then they just sort of hire. Nice. They figure out that he's been just showing up and working without actually being an employee. They're like, hey, you already know how to do stuff in house. So go ahead. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Creighton, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, um, nothing interesting. I went to the beach. That was pretty cool. Rode in a helicopter. Got a little bit of sunburn. Um, but other Did than you jump that, out of the helicopter? No. Um, you should have. I didn't even want to get in the helicopter, honestly. Um, it was spoopy. That's the fun part. But, uh, you know, the one for sure thing about skydiving is that 100% of skydivers make it to the ground. Not according to a recently arrested celebrity. From Drake and Josh? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like a war crime, though, whenever you uh, shoot the pilots out of the air while they're ejecting? What? That's what? like a war crime. No, they would still hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, 100% of the sky the ground. <laughs> they shoot them hard enough. <laughs> I don't know. Shoot them into orbit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? It's like a war crime or something. Because they'd be uh, like, I've... oh, my plane's going down. I have to eject. And then they'd eject, and the pilots would like, Turn around and then light up the parachuting pilot. Uh, parachuting and no, I can't pilot. say that my knowledge on war crimes is extensive enough to prove. We've you committed wrong. so many. <laughs> I know everything. Shh, we can't mention that. I know that war crimes are just load baloney. I know about war crimes. I played Modern Warfare too. <laughs> but I think the entire concept of war crimes is dumb. If you're Entire purpose is to just kill each other until your boss says you don't have to anymore. Why does it matter how you do it? Because it's inhumane. It's a principle. <laughs> Trace, what is your favorite part about the summer? <laughs> what a one, segue. Yeah, wonderful All segue. Crimes he's committed. Let's see. Um, I worked a lot. That's uh-huh. 90% of the summer. Going to the beach in like two days, three days. One of those numbers. So that's exciting. Um, nice. I went to Kings Island at one point. That was really fun. It was so hot for the first half that we had to take breaks every 10 minutes. And then it was thundering and made all the rides close the second half. So we left and got wet. Yeah. I was there for that. That was a fun trip. Um, I turned 21. That's pretty cool. I got adult. drunk. I'm adult <laughs> phase two now. <laughs> with more responsibilities and things I can do legally. Trace got the second half of the adult update. The rest of us okay, are still probably. waiting. I can. <laughs> not legally. That was the question. <laughs> and not very well. <laughs> I do fine. You did a three-point turn in my car in a very not populated driveway, and you backed up the wrong way. That's because your controls confuse me. I've never driven your car. (laughs) Turn right and turn left. This steering wheel is not like the other steering wheels I've used. No. Why are there two pedals? Where's the first one? I thought I straightened the wheel enough. So I started turning right, but it was so far left, I still kept going left, and I was like, oh no! (laughs) You you get in the manual car for the first time, like, wait, what the fuck? 
there's three pedals now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I only use the third one because I always come in clutch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. What about you? Well, I had a very exciting summer. I uh, uh, I rescued New York City a couple of times because I have a lot of superpowers and stuff. I'm basically Superman if he also went to the gym. He probably does go to the gym. Like a yeah. Superman gym, though. Like He yeah. goes to the gym, but it's just for show. Yeah, like Superman goes into the gym, and uh, I'm the guy that gets kicked out of his gym for being... Uh, for like dropping the weights and going ah and stuff. So Superman goes oh, to so the gym, but one like one. he's Superman, so he doesn't want to like show off or anything. I, so he just gets the thirty fives <laughs> and does nothing, basically. I just figured he'd like you know lift barbells off people, you know, like a superhero. <laughs> Superman works out by flying into the sun. <laughs> yeah. It's just a casual workout. He doesn't even break a sweat. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been doing all summer. Just rescuing people. Flying into the sun. Uh, at least two. Yeah, at least two. Are you one of them? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's never in danger. <laughs> Alright, well, like I mentioned before, school is getting ready to start back up for some of us, and you know what I still have a hard time believing? Um, we graduated over two years ago. It has been over two years since high school. That is correct. Feels like two months, but simultaneously 20 years. I thought you were going to say I, that I know. you couldn't believe that France violated the World Trade Organization and got away with it, but... <laughs> well, you know, that was my second choice. However, I thought we would talk a little bit about high school today. You know, share some of our favorite moments from high school, talk about some of the clubs we were in, and just share our general thoughts on high school now that we're well, well out of being high schoolers. So uh, one of my all-time favorite uh, moments from high school, I I guess this counts as like several moments because this was like a weekly thing for a year. Uh, Do you all remember... Those dance-offs that happened during the lunch period. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. Sure. With that one kid right, that got so, arrested. That doesn't. Yeah. Do it, it was two kids who decided to do a dance-off every day after they finished their lunch, and it went on for several weeks. It got to the point that it grabbed our principal's attention, and so. Come the next pep rally, he decides that it is a very good idea to get both of them to do a dance-off for the entire school to see. I took a recording of it. It lasted for 14 minutes. And And that was 13 minutes and 30 seconds long. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the majority of uh, this one kid's dancing was just spinning in a circle on the ground. Wasn't there one kid that just did a backflip every now and then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, there was this other kid who joined in, like, in the middle of it. Didn't he fall? Yeah, it was, it was like a 2v1 at one point. And the entire school was just loving it. 
And honestly, that is my favorite part about American school systems is the spirit weeks and the absurd events that come with it. Maybe that's why you were class president and I was just the guy who is friends with class president. Because <laughs> that was a very painful experience for me having to watch that. <laughs> and spirit was, was very boring for me. Oh yeah, I was class president at that point. But I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was wish I was the guy <laughs> that had the great idea to put them in the app rally. Uh, Honestly, that was your number one act as president. What? Putting those kids in the pep rally. <laughs> but I didn't. I wish I was. Yeah, I said he wasn't the guy that did that. Oh. No, that, that was all on our <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> I feel like school council is very similar to like just straight up government. Just people are just like, I, I really liked when the president did that and the president's just like, I just sat there. <laughs> I remember when you guys ran for um, council that they wanted like all of us, not the school, but like Trace and Ryan, because they were the only ones that were in school. But they wanted all of us to run for it and just like fill all the positions. So it was just us five. Yeah. And then none of us ran for those two. Yeah, yeah. only those I two. I still ran. think you all should have. I mostly didn't run because I didn't know when it happened. You guys, you guys just said, hey, we should all run. And then next thing <laughs> I thought about it was, like, hey, you guys are elected again. When did that happen? That's the thing, though. <laughs> I don't remember the election either, and I still got it. Yeah. Well, you see, that was the problem with um, freshman year. Freshman year was like the only year that I didn't run for class president. And that was because I had no idea it existed up until after the election. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we just only have a class president freshman year and nobody else? Yeah, we only had a class yeah, president. She wasn't even no president one else. for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. So she got in a fight and then got expelled. <laughs> oh, she got, she got kicked out of office. Exonerated. Yeah. So I had some pretty big shoes. Our school all four years. No, exonerated. Exonerated is a good word. It's not. If you're being excused, not excused. He was impeached. I thought exonerated was bad. Exonerated no. basically means like the eh, you're fine. It's like uh, exonerated like does not have on. It's like um what Teddy Roosevelt should have had, but he was like, "We're in war, therefore I will be crippled and president." Oh, it's to absolve from doing <laughs> or fault from a wrongdoing. Okay, for the recording, please say I am an idiot. Okay, <laughs> Trace is an idiot. That's not what I said to say. <laughs> so anyway, just click she was impeached, an <laughs> and we didn't have any counsel for the rest of freshman year because mm -hmm. she was the yeah, only so member. <laughs> sophomore year, I had some pretty big shoes to fill. I thought sophomore, sophomore year did. Sophomore year did not happen. Oh, I think it was sophomore year that she was the president. <laughs> no, no, no that was freshman year. I was class president for the remaining three years. And I should have been vice president for the remaining three years. But <laughs> You should have. I don't know how to sing. <laughs> or play guitar. I can play guitar. I can just only play three songs. <laughs> oh, was that the year that the guitar guy vice president or yeah. something? Yeah, I did a yeah. whole <laughs> No, it was freshman or not. Sophomore. sophomore year, I did a whole speech um, about how I feel like I'm right for the position and how I want to like do right with the little power I'd actually get. And then right after me comes Singing Boy <coughs> singing a song 
where 90% of the lyrics was, I'm running for vice president and your vote is what I need. And everybody threw their panties <laughs> and was like, I'm voting Even for the men guy. threw their panties. Yeah. Yep, some of them, some of them <laughs> ran off to buy panties, like a 12-pack of panties at Walmart, and just threw them at it. It was like, yep. you got my vote. Yeah, and if you're listening, you know who you are. Great singer, great guitarist. But that's great not guy the, in yeah, general. Yeah, I respect that's, just, that's not the answer to everything. I respect, respect you. We love you. <laughs> yeah, very nice guy. But like, also, I'm still slightly salty about the thing that happened. You also know what that is. I know what that is. He's a very nice guy. I just like if the president, I'm... like the actual president, was running for office and just went around to like every city in America, just like singing a song from his band. You know, <laughs> he'd forget half the words. Yeah. Well, our current president, perhaps. <laughs> He'd forget he was singing. He would they just... have teleprompters for that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you get my point. Yeah, we need to not go too deep into that. <laughs> no politics. I don't, want, I don't want to hear a song from either of our last two presidents. No. <laughs> I, don't think, both of them. I don't think 80-year-old men can sing. <laughs> okay? At what? least not most of them. How old is Ozzy Osbourne? Uh, he's 74 or 5, I that's, think. That's probably wrong. you got to take into account cocaine aging, so he's probably like 130 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. He's the one exception. I feel like Ronald Reagan probably say. He was an actor. Ozzy Osbourne is 72. <laughs> hey, actors cannot sing, because I can act, and I can't sing worth shit. But a lot of professional actors... Could at least do some musical stuff. You saying I'm not a professional? You and me and everyone. Every else single one. Like I act like I like you every single day, and you're still falling for it. <laughs> I act like you're funny every day. Yeah, that's why you're laughing. And you're still falling for it. <laughs> <laughs> I act like I'm happy. Um, and you're still falling for it. Anyway. No, I'm not. <laughs> now that we're still talking about Trace being vice president and Ryan being president. I'd like to mention our senior prank. <laughs> Can we really call it a senior prank anymore? Oh, yeah. it was a prank. Yeah, Let before, me... before we describe it, I'd like to state for the record, freshman year, I called that we would do something like this for our senior prank. Because it was basically an extra skip day. And I said, you know what? With how well we're participating in things, we're just going to find an excuse to have a second senior skip day. Yeah. And a lot of our class... Yes. You're welcome. A lot of our class... Still looks back and was like, that wasn't a prank. It was a prank. And let me explain why. Our original plan was to just fill teachers' parking lots with sand. But knowing our luck, after all the senior pranks that have come and gone, we'd be the one that get in trouble for vandalism. So we kept toning it down notches, got permission to vandalize. And then by that point, it wasn't really a prank on them. Or was it? <laughs> so we got a bunch of sand, dumped it around like the flagpole in front of every American high school and we had a beach day where all the seniors were allowed to just hang out in the sand there's like a little swimming pool there were people playing in the grass with like frisbees and stuff it was a great day people don't think of it as a prank as much as it was a second skip day everybody got sunburned (laughs) we tricked the faculty into giving us a second skip day and there go it's a prank we even had the principal rent inflatables for us that wasn't even our idea. He yeah. was just like, have it. Yeah. I'd just like to go over the bit leading up to the senior prank, right? So when we got the senior prank, we were planning it in advance. 
I wasn't on the council, but I was part of the planning because I was friends with Ryan and Trace, and we were just trying to figure it out. And we had started like a senior fund where all the seniors in our high school were just supposed to donate a little bit. It was like $3 or something. And we'd have way more than enough money to do what we wanted to do. But instead of that happening, it just kept getting closer and closer to the prank. And we had like $50. I think it was actually $150, but 100 of them were my dollars because I had lost my wallet got a new wallet, all that stuff. A couple weeks go by, I find my wallet. It has $100 in it. I'm just like, ah, whatever. I didn't even know I had it. I'll just donate it. So it was like $150, and 100 of it was from me. And that was not nearly enough for what we needed. And so it just keeps getting closer and closer to our prank, and everyone around school is going, oh, Ryan and Trace are ruining our senior prank because uh, they're the president and vice president. Oh, they suck so much, blah, 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 blah. Just basically talking trash about Ryan and Trace for being lame and not having a good senior prank and i was like well screw those losers so when it come down like when we were gonna do the senior prank i drove into another state for three and a half hours got 412 dollars worth of sand with my own personal money and we used the hundred dollars that i spent uh to rent i had a buddy that rent a cattle farm and he brought fresh beef to make burgers, and I paid him to be there, right? And yeah. yeah, Graydon is the real MVP of the senior prank. So I paid like over five hundred dollars for the senior prank, right? And I put thirty five hundred pounds of sand in the back of a truck that could not carry thirty five hundred pounds of sand. <laughs> so I was on the way back. It took me six hours to get back from the store because I was going thirty five on the interstate. It was awful. Yeah. Anyways, I was. Back- Real quick, he got back to his house with all that sand, and he just texted me and said, "Matt, we desperately need to borrow your dad's truck." <laughs> it was awful. It was so so bad driving. Anyways, the thing that made me the most mad about it was whenever we got there, like, and we were actually participating in the senior prank. Our principal took time out of the day to like stop the senior prank and be like, "I'd like to thank." my cattle farm friend for coming here and donating this beef and donating his time to feed oh, everybody. Yeah, I, I was that. like, I, I literally yelled out cause he, there was no recognition for me spending $500 and basically making the senior prank happen. And I didn't care about that. I cared that other people were getting recognition and I wasn't, I was like, he didn't donate any of this. I paid him to bring it and paid him to be here. Um, but I mean, you do you, I guess. And I had called out in the middle of it. I'm like, he didn't donate it. I paid him to be here. But nobody cared. And I'm still really mad about it. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I paid $500 for our senior prank to happen because everybody was talking bad about Trace and Ryan. Fun fact. Also, uh, another point I want to bring up uh, was after the prank, uh, we were supposed to get like... Uh, a good portion of the senior class to help uh, come help us clean up all the sand. And it was not that. It was like me, Trace, Matthew. Was it all of us? Did we all pick up the No, sand? I did not participate because I paid for everything, got the sand, brought it out, and set it up. So I just didn't clean up. Yeah, you were justifiably exempt from that. But what we essentially did we shoveled sand into the back of 
Was it your truck, Matthew? Yeah, it was my truck. Yeah, we shoveled sand into the back of Matthew's truck, drove over to the side of the high school, and just dumped the sand right there. Yeah. After like two trips of driving all around the complicated parking lot to get to the side, I was just like, screw this, and just drove <laughs> over the curb in between the two parking lots. We were seniors. It was our last two weeks. We didn't care. Yeah, we were already done with classes and everything. We were just like, what are they going to do, fire us? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't clean up the sand the way they wanted us to. Get out. It's like, okay, you clean it up. (laughs) No, wait, come back. (laughs) I don't need a high school diploma anyway. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? Get a job? <laughs> Oof. Matt, Matt will no longer be participating if he is dead. <laughs> so, what was your favorite memory, Jake? Graduating and never coming back. Never going back. No. Well, what about during high school? Coming back implies you're there. I said what I meant and meant what I said. Now, actually, I was in jazz band with Ryan. And our jazz band was actually really good at jazz banding. So we got invited to this event they were hosting in Louisville. Where we got to perform in front of a lot of like big shot music people and stuff. It was the um it was like the music association for her state. Yeah, it was like a, a state level it wasn't a competition. The competition was really just getting invited there. They only invite it was, was like two. It was more so three. like a teacher's conference. Yeah, it was stuff like that. But how many were there? There's at least one other. Like two or three, like including two or three. Yeah. Yeah. And they, that's all they invite every year. And you're not even allowed to be the um, in back to back years. Um, so it was very competitive just to get invited. And we got there. And we played a lot of stuff, and I was on the drum kit for one song that I still remember how to play, where I had a heart attack every time, because it was very fast, and I had to hit a lot of things with not a lot of limbs. Wouldn't it be so much more helpful if humans had a third arm? I would love to have a third arm for playing drums. Not even for playing drums. I worked construction for two months, and the amount of times I thought, if I had a third arm... I could be so much more efficient and probably not have twisted my ankle. <laughs> well, the problem is, where would the arm come from? Straight out of the, your chest. That was one option I was thinking of. But mm. That would make it hard to like hold things right in front of you. No, it wouldn't. Just no. Put your arm straight down. I have an alternative solution. What? Have like, so you know how your arms are small because you have two of them and they're weak and imperfect, right? Just have one <laughs> massive arm coming out of in between your shoulder blades. That goes directly upwards. Right? It's, it's like a scorpion. Yeah, like it can go back thing. or it can bend and like go over your head. It's like tail. And then man. you can carry the things in both your arms. And then you can carry things like behind your back with your other arm. Right? Or oh. if you have something really heavy, you can have all three arms holding it up above your head. You know, oh, so, so you, nothing falls on your head. So you don't want it to be an extra long one that can reach in front of you. No. It would just be, it would create a, like a triangle. No, like reach. you know how you like carry firewood and you like cup your arms in front of your chest? Yeah. It'd be like directly in the middle of your back, so you could then do that on your back. And it would just be a slightly bigger one because it has to do with yes, stuff. because it's a single arm instead of a pair of arms. Because right. everybody knows a pair of things are 
less strong than a single thing at all times with no exceptions. Just like yes. a pair of kings. Right. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to um, go back to Jazz and Louisville because uh, me and Jake witnessed something uh, very exotic while in it the was, city. It was traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell uh, you want me to? Uh, you, you can tell it. All right, you can fill in any holes that I missed. So uh, we were there much longer than our actual performance time because we only played, what, like four songs, something like that? It was like three. Yeah. Um, so we were staying in the hotel that the event was being hosted at. They stayed there a few days, I think, at least a night. Um, so we had to get food at some point. So it was right before our performance. And it was also the same time that the other jazz band that was there was eating their lunch. So there was a few people that we did not know that were in this food court style area that was sort of connected to the hotel. And we saw one guy from the other band sitting, deservedly sitting alone, at least for most of his lunch, because um, he had a, a furry tail poking out of his butt while he was wearing he also- he also had the, um, the like, cat ear headphones. Yes, yes he had the, I, the cat ear things on his head, too. I was intrigued. What instrument did he play? The skin flute. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, the fur flute. You know, if I had to guess, I would say um, flute. That's the Pied Piper. You didn't even know it. <laughs> One that made all the ogres dance and check the river after. I don't know how to explain it, but just from his the third physique, I think he was either a clarinet or a trumpet player. I know exactly what you mean. Rude. I, we can't. I don't. Can you explain that, Ryan? I'm offended. No. I, I played trumpet the what, two years that I did do band. No, it doesn't count if it was in middle that school. That was in people, middle school. People's bodies are still developing. Once you're in high school, you can almost tell by how their body is built, what instrument they play. Actually, like the to twins. be fair, I played the baritone. Why don't you tell all of us what instrument we play based off our body? Um, okay. Grace would probably also play clarinet or... I'm getting French horn vibes from you. What do you think, Ryan? Trace? Yeah, I, I don't really see him as like clarinet. Thank you. Um, um, I can see him as like, uh, you know, the baritone sax. I, 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 I could see sax. him as a saxophone player. Well, do me, do me. Nobody said guitar. <laughs> Graydon, you're somewhere in the low brass, like probably a trombone. Yeah, baritone or baritone. Yeah, I could see it baritone too. No, I see him playing yeah. the angle. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little brass stuff. Not a, you don't look like a trumpet player anymore. Matthew is tuba. Matthew is definitely tuba. No, I, I want to see Matthew playing a flute. He plays the um, oboe. Piccolo. Oboe? Dodge! <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge an oboe. <laughs> uh, what about bassoon? You think Matt would uh, look that like a bassoon player? Of? What was the, um, basically anything big? What was the one? I'm big. 
What was the one that we only had one of in middle school that the one girl played? That's what I was trying to think of. Oboe. That was the oboe? Well, that was an oboe. Yeah. It was like seventh grade and the eighth grader played it. The one woodwind. No, they were in our grade. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. It was, she played a bassoon in high school. It was a big thing. It's probably that then. What's the oboe? Uh, it's it like looks, a bassoon, but a little bit smaller. Or a clarinet, a little bit bigger. Yeah. Ah. That's how I would describe it. Okay. It's big enough where it has to have a stand. Matthew would play the grand piano. Definitely. I can play the grand piano. <laughs> but uh, for reference, Jake was percussion. Yes. And then I was baritone and trombone for jazz band. I also, my mouth vaguely remembers how to play brass. In. Yeah, you did. You played trumpet for like, you tried to learn trumpet for like that two month section. Uh, towards the end of senior year, uh, we ran out of band stuff. It was after our last performance, because the last performance of band is the last thing that happens in band, with other than just packing home, putting music away and stuff. So during that time, I had a lot of friends. So I told our band director, who I was total bros with, if he's listening, I miss you. <laughs> um, Big J. Yeah. I, I told him, you know what? I think learning the trumpet would be kind of neat. Can I do that in my off time? Like, sure. And then I accidentally played a bunch of hard notes, and I could only play the hard notes. Because the higher it went uh, in pitch, supposedly the harder it was. But where I was trying to overcorrect from learning how to play trumpet or trombone, they're slightly different. I could only play really high notes, and it kind of hurt my ears. <laughs> do you know what's um, fun, I think, about the band? I didn't participate in band in high school, only middle school. But that's why I bring this up is because our band director for the high school was married to the lady who was the band director for the middle school. At the time that we were in middle school. At the time that we were in middle yeah. school. Was she not anymore? No, like freshman no, or sophomore she... year, the, the guy that was helping the high school band director became the middle school. What did she do? Uh, she's doing something else. I think she's just like a music teacher at like one of the elementary schools. Yeah, mm. she she was still teaching music, some kind to some people in the district. Some place. Uh, there is one very crucial topic that I think we need to focus on uh, that happened after spring break of our senior year. Oh man, Matt, yeah. you want to talk about the great bathroom closing of twenty nineteen? The great bathroom closing of twenty nineteen. Here we go. So here's a little backstory. Imagine you're sitting there in a computer lab in your average public high school. You hear your your president, you hear your principal come over the intercom and say, during the morning announcements, from now until the end of the school year, during classes, all of the boys' bathrooms will be locked, and you can only go there with administrative permission. And everybody's like, what? What happened? And then after he didn't give us any explanation, the next day rolls by and he's like, so there was tens of thousands of dollars worth of vandalism done to the boys' bathroom and we don't know who did it. (laughs) So until we figure out, nobody's allowed to use the bathroom. Even though they had security cameras pointed everywhere, including right at the door to the bathroom. Yeah, we got like a multi-million dollar grant to build this high school so they had like military grade security cameras that can record 
video and audio pointed everywhere in the school. But no metal detectors. But no metal detectors. (laughs) That'll come into play. (laughs) When we say thousands of dollars of vandalism, we mean someone managed to get into the boys' bathroom and rip off one of the urinals. And complete... The reason it was so expensive is because all of the water at our high school very fancy. It had like ge- geothermal heating and all kinds of neat stuff, and the water was difficult to manage. So completely busting one of the pipes and taking off the urinal was just a whole mess. It was very bad. It was a large mess. They turned that urinal into a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that happened. So no, On top of that, right, as the principal is like, you guys can't go to the bathroom, the gym bathrooms don't have doors. So somebody goes into the gym bathroom, gets into the light switch, and starts ripping wires out of the gym bathroom. I didn't know about that part. <laughs> I did not additional know electrical that. damages. Yeah, so that led to a lot of memes about the school decisions being made. Trending. And a trending hashtag on Twitter. It was very funny. 90% of the memes came from us. Some yes, of the memes yeah. we will post on our Twitter. And we, we, we essentially carried on. the whole meme movement. It was the first time I felt popular <laughs> in my entire high school. It's like truly popular. Not just like people know me. Everybody knew me. I was that weird freak. <laughs> but they actually enjoyed... Really cool <laughs> yeah, okay. But they enjoyed something that we created and that was the first time I actually felt like, wow, people like us. It got to the point where people would come up to us, the creators of the memes, and be like, hey, did you see this meme? Uh, I put on my superhero cape, talked in a deep voice, I was like, that was me. <laughs> You're welcome, random citizen. <laughs> I've saved the day again. Enjoy pissing in the woods. <laughs> 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 I'm surprised nobody just took to defecating in the hallways. I I may have lightly, very directly suggested to a group of guys that we all need to just pee on the edge of the door to the bathroom. Yeah, mark it. If it's our territory, they have to let us in. We peed as close to where we were supposed to as possible. It's not our fault that you can't get the doors unlocked fast enough. Well, you can't just go through the door? <laughs> Citizen issues. I still have... The entire folder of bathroom memes that we made, and there has to be at least a hundred memes in here. Awesome. Yeah, we we kept going for high scores. There was uh, three or four of us in one math class, and we were bored at that point in the year. We ran out of stuff to do, so we just spent an entire class period going, all right, I'm up to 23. (laughs) Yeah, kind of same here, but yearbook. That was an entire period. The yearbook was already out. I just sat there for like a quarter of the year in that class. The moral of the story is do not give anyone in this group free time (laughs) because we will use it to make very funny funny things that have no actual use. (laughs) Hear that or rip off urinals. Hey, we didn't do that. (laughs) We just made it funny. (laughs) Yeah. But luckily, I was really good friends with one of the teachers at that time. So I just went to his class whenever I needed to use the bathroom and said, hey, give me your keys. And I got to use the <laughs> teacher's bathroom. 
Yeah, that band director that I was total bros with, and the music or the choir director, because I was also in choir that year. Both of them, I could just say, "Hey, can you unlock the bathroom for me, real quick?" Hey, just take the keys. I didn't even need to be close to a teacher. I just went pee at school like five times my entire high school career. <laughs> Same. I just went in just... classes like everybody else did. <laughs> Well, well, in between classes, it looked like someone threw a smoke bomb in there all the time. True. <laughs> Very true. You could not see where your <laughs> stuff was because there was always a vapor of some kind. <laughs> At least one that was getting passed around. Probably not 100% water. Yeah. Because vaping is lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greg, you want to talk about soccer for 30 minutes again? <laughs> No, not particularly. I was just going to say sub stories. Go for it. You're allowed one. There's this, um, <laughs> I'm only allowed one. That'll take 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> There's this one kid that went to another school. Um, and like, he would, he was not that good at the game. He was like, he was okay, you know, when we played soccer. But, um, he would tweet out before he played our team. He would tweet at our coach. Like, oh, I can't wait to beat your team and blah, 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 blah. And he was not that good. I don't even think he ever beat us our junior or senior year. I'm pretty sure he lost every game. Anyways, we were playing a game, me and Jake were, because me and Jake both played defense in soccer. And there was one play where that kid that we all hated um, because he was big talk and couldn't play had come down the sideline towards us. and. I believe Jake was on the outside at that point, and I was on the inside of the defensive line. So Jake was playing defense, and he gets the ball away from the kid, right? So the ball's going away from Jake and the kid, but the kid and Jake are both running at the ball. I'm in the middle, so I go to kick the ball, and as I go to kick the ball, Jake slaps him in the back <laughs> and pushes him <laughs> forward, and I kick him directly in the <laughs> kneecap. And when I say directly in the kneecap, I don't mean I kicked him in the knee. I mean, I only caught his kneecap, and his kneecap ended up on the side of his leg. And he got carried off the field, and I don't think he played anymore that year. <laughs> yeah, we were the cause of very, very many, at least doctor, if not emergency room visits, as a team. You can tell yeah, another story. Yeah, but it's fine. Yay. I can tell another one. Okay, well, there was this one game that we played. It was a JV game. And there was a kid on the other team who I'm pretty sure should not have been playing JV. Like, I'm, I'm like, 90% sure he was actually a junior and was just playing because they didn't have enough JV players. Because JV is for freshmen and sophomores. So I was a sophomore at this point. And um, we got... He was playing forward. I was playing defense, as normal. And he was coming down the sideline. And... He kicks the ball way too far out in front of him. So I go to get it, and he's getting there at the same time as me. So I go for a slide tackle, a completely legal slide tackle, mind you. I hit the ball first. I didn't hit him. But as I hit the ball, he also hit the ball. So he went flying and landed on his wrist and got up, and his wrist was the wrong way around. <laughs> and he just kind of looked down and then looked at his coach and then just started walking off the field. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, that happened. <laughs> All right, so this one, uh, this was either 
middle school or very early high school, um, since Graydon got to tell one that I wasn't involved in, this one does not involve Graydon. Um, <laughs> I am not a very tall person, but I'm not short. He's and an average tall person. Yes, I'm an average tall person. Me, Jake, and Trace are all the same height. Yes. Um, and I but, tower four inches above all of them. <laughs> yes. Um, but this victim of mine, uh, smart mouthy, and I did not like that. Sigurd, hear me whether he has the ball or not. It's going to be worth the card. So he got close to me, and I just sort of picked him up like you would a little kid, like with your hands under their arm stuff. I picked him up and threw him. <laughs> like bag of sand, I guess. Bag of $400 sand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a story. One time, me and Graydon were on an FFA trip in Indianapolis. And on our way back, we stopped at an In-N-Out, I think it was, or Jack in the Box. Whichever one is here. This. Whichever one is close. Or whichever one's not in California. <laughs> um, and we were just all in line. And one of our buddies was in front of me because he cut in front of me from the back of the line. And he was like 90 pounds at most. So I just picked him up, walked him to the back of the line, and then went and got a bug up on <laughs> I don't remember this. It was pretty funny. Everybody laughed. Trace, do you have any stories of very severely injured and or throwing someone? I have plenty. I'll go again. (laughs) We can just go back. I I wasn't allowed to do sport or anything fun. There was not many injuries in drama club, and that's 90% of what I did during school. Did someone ever switch for a real knife like they do in the movies? The drama club, not football. We didn't have money for prop knives or real knives. <laughs> not football. football. <laughs> uh, he did injure me when he threw Barbie dolls at me. That was a different <laughs> lifetime. Each grade was a different lifetime for me. That's a that's like ten parallel universes ago, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. We're focusing on high school. Speaking of high school, uh, we all clubs throughout high school. I know Trace has mentioned drama club. Uh, stories do you have to share from there? So our drama club was cursed. And by cursed, I mean nobody was interested enough to actually do any drama. They showed up for the fun acting games where you practice improv and all that. And then we were like, alright, time to get serious. We're a few weeks into the school year. Let's start deciding what we're going to do at the end of the year. What are we going to do? And they're like, oh, I forgot. I don't want to exist here. And they would just leave. So freshman, sophomore, and senior year all kind of went downhill. But junior and senior year is when I became the president of Drama Club. And we actually got some stuff kind of done. We did some bits in the talent show we didn't do our own productions but we at least got to do something and i would say junior year we had a fairly successful talent show piece where we did part of heathers that's what it's called heathers and i got to play the huge role of a nerd in background and i had one singing line and that's how i know i cannot sing so i take it it was just the club since it was the drama club without any drama. 
It yeah. was just the club. Basically, it was the club where you went and clubbed. You had the bacon, you had the ham, and you had the turkey, which didn't have the tomato. Yeah. Um, there was one fun thing that happened, not in a production, because we didn't do those. <laughs> but um, Bruno Mars, if you're somehow listening, I'd like to apologize in advance. We were playing a game. This was my June, not junior, sophomore year, because I wasn't president yet. And we were playing this little improv game where uh, we were given two characters at random, put in the center of a circle, and we had to make a scene. And I was given Merida from Brave, one of the two Pixar movies I've never seen to this day. And my partner was given Bruno Mars. And the entire scene was just one line I said when I looked at my partner in the eye playing Bruno Mars. And I was like, if you had a chance to be a good singer, would ya? <laughs> <laughs> and um, another quick story to <clears throat> shout out one of our teachers I don't think any of us have actually had in class. Um, one of the teachers that um, was actually considered a doctor like, we had two teachers considered doctors. Because they had doctorates. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was in a little side room. And taught high school. Yeah, she was in a little side room. <laughs> who was sponsoring Drama Club at the time for a short period while we found an actual sponsor, which we ended up not doing for the entire year. So she was our She was in a little side room, and we were doing one of improv games. And I was out of the room trying to prepare something for our supposed to be end of year production so i missed this but they were doing a little skit and i guess one of the characters was injured so there's your injury story it was just fake but one of the characters was injured and the other one was like is there a doctor anywhere around and lo and behold out steps our doctor of a teacher it was like did somebody call for a doctor <laughs> <laughs> she was a doctor in biology so she probably could have performed a minor first aid if needed. Good analysis. I don't think you need a doctorate for minor first aid. I'm <laughs> I mean, pretty sure you can just do like an hour-long class. Without yeah. having any first aid training. I know how to put a band-aid on. Good job. I know what ibuprofen is. I know the blood is supposed to stay in the body. <laughs> I sometimes recently learned how to Most. pronounce acetaminophen. You still know? That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> No. <laughs> First of all, I'm pretty sure I could take your appendix out if you didn't care about the outcome. So <laughs> I'm not that somebody could do minor first aid. Like, I can take out any of your organs if you don't want to be alive out here. That's <laughs> like I can. I mean, as long as you only require, I can make noise. It's like, I can't ah, make well, noise out of woodwinds. Oh, your appendix is going to rupture? Let me get that for you. Whoops, got your stomach. <laughs> Oops. Can't rupture your appendix if I take it out. So, we have a friend. I'll be nice and not specify which friend. They're not here right now, but if they listen, they know who they are, and I am calling you out right now. Let's call him Craig. Yeah, Craig. <laughs> that SOB Craig. Uh, he told us this story about this teacher. Where... This was like. Sorry, I was just going to clarify. This is a very early in high school. We're all like very pubescent. 
That's all. That too. He he told us this story about the teacher wearing a blouse that was not strappened all the way. And when she bent over to pick something up, her bosom fell out. That's PG, right? Yeah, sure. Her bosom fell out. <laughs> and only he, only he in the entire classroom full of young people. Men and women. Men and women. A few of the men I know would not miss this if it were actually to happen. <laughs> not just the men, but the women and children, too. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> he... He was somehow the only one that saw this, swore up and down it happened, and we had no way to disprove him. Until. Because none of us were just going to go up to our teacher and say, hey, did your boobies fall out? Until <laughs> one of us did. <laughs> this, this is the story of a man who had nothing to lose. And everything to lose. <laughs> Five years later. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, I work at Walmart at the service desk. One day. Over a year after graduation, up comes said teacher to return a few, like, dozen pairs of bras. And while I was doing the return, I looked around, to my left, to my right, to my up and my low. There is nobody around. I didn't say up and I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. And I was like, I have a question to disprove one of my friends and it, it might get a little personal to which she responded you're returning my brawls it's fine <laughs> so I asked about this story and if it actually happened and long story short it did not happen our friend is a liar and I will never forgive him yeah Craig <laughs> yeah Craig <laughs> screw you Craig <laughs> alright well that's gonna do it for this episode um, you can watch the rest of our stuff at places that have names. YouTube Spotify. and Spotify. Yeah, those names. Uh, and you can rewatch this one if you want to. Uh, a few it, dozen times. Show your parents. Yeah, and, and especially if they're old. You can also find us on Facebook, Patreon, Reddit, TikTok, Twitter. Um... Sometimes Instagram, hopefully, maybe. Ask your nine-year-old cousin, he might know us. Or that weird uncle, he might know us. Yep. Show your friends. Show your parents. Show your grandparents. Show your grandparents' uncles. Show your fish. Show your dog. Show your dog. But show do your cat. Do not show your cat. Oh. Show that guy that's like your neighbor, but not your neighbor, because he doesn't actually live next to you. He's like three or four houses down, and you don't actually talk to him. But you think, hey, maybe he might like this podcast, so I'm going to go up and talk to him and be like, hey, have you seen this podcast? Show that guy. Show the kid down the street that thinks he's good at hiding the fact he eats his boogers. <laughs> <laughs> show the kid down the street that doesn't hide the fact he eats his boogers. Show the boogers. <laughs> <laughs> show your local Walmart staff. We're show your local it. news station. Pretty much, if you can think of somebody, <coughs> show them. If it's got eyes, it can watch. If it's got ears, it can listen. And if it's got a nose, that won't really help it very much. If you're a guy that's really good at answering questions, I'm just saying your forehead probably doesn't have a tattoo on it yet, and we have a logo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye. Peace out. Girl Scout. Adios. 
Come on. Screw you, Craig.